What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. hate myself for loving you. Is that Joan Jett? Yes, certainly oh, was. Okay, it Joan was Jett. Paul Gaines. It was Paul Gaines doing Joan Jett. Well, <laughs> <laughs> There's a thought. I, yeah. How many times you thought about that? I hey. saw her at Six Flags Over Georgia. Really? Her and her leather pants. Oh, my. Was she performing or was she just... No, she, riding yeah, roller, she was riding roller coasters. Six, six, six Flags used to be a uh, a venue, uh, the yeah. concert venue. Yeah, I saw her at the con. Uh, it was con- whatever. She I was- thought she was riding uh, like the teacups or something. <laughs> That's in Disney World Land. Uh, Land uh, Disney World Land. Do they have the? Do they transfer the teacups also? Do they uh, now in Disney World? I don't know. I've they- never been to either. What? You never been to Disney World either? I never have either, to be honest. I've never Disneyland. been. No, I've never been to Disneyland. First off, I grew up two thousand miles away from Disneyland. That's understandable. Uh, and and Disney World was kind of always off the car, uh, like just off the table. It just wasn't the cards for us because I, we just didn't have the money for it. Yeah. Because like you know that's even in the nineties that would have been. I mean three three kids plus my mom plus my stepdad. That's a that's that's that's, that's a, a shitload that's a, of money. That's a get the bank out. Yeah, or rob the bank. That would be like once in a lifetime kind of thing, and it just wasn't in the cards. We we when we went on vacation, it was usually like either I I, I if I went on like summer vacation, I was usually out here visiting my dad. So for, I had a lot of family in Southern California. So that was a thing when you were younger. You'd go to right, yeah, Disneyland, and we also went to Knott's Berry Farm, and which I've never been there either. Kind of shit. It's been this is decades ago. Obviously, I I, I want to. I will. Like it's. Uh, Disneyland is one of those things where my child is gone because she was able to, and my and you're closer the, here, to Disneyland. a lot closer here, it's five and hour I, drive or something. And you know, like once she had gone and she had been a bunch of times, I was like, well, I guess she probably doesn't really want to go, you know, again, like just with her old man. So like almost everybody who I've told about uh, the fact that I've never been to Disneyland, even though I lived here for almost 25 years, mm-hmm. you know, lived within say four hours or so of it. Has gotten so worked up. Diana tried to take me to Disneyland. I remember that. And then it just it just wasn't in the cards. It just didn't pan out. Like Here. we could never get our get. I could never get my shit together to get the time off because I didn't want her to already pay a lot of money for me to get in, mm-hmm. and then me not have uh, you know any money to take down there to, to you know take her to a nice dinner or something like that. So that just didn't happen. Now. Last year, when Jeremy and Crystal Foss found out that I'd never been to Disneyland, they found out when I got put into a group text messages text message with them and uh, the daughter Fiona and me and Crystal and Jeremy were all in this group text, and I get a a, a picture of all of them sitting at. Uh, it's like the only place in Disneyland that you can that I think they have alcohol. It's in it's in California Adventure, which is like the adjacent park that's also part of. Mm. Disneyland, and they have like a beer garden and craft beer and a bar and all that stuff. And they're sitting there and they're like, hey, cheers, man. Hope you're having a good time. I'm like, man, I, I hope I get there someday. And they're like, what? And then Jeremy called me and FaceTimed me and was like, you've never been to Disneyland? Well, you're fucking going with us the next time we go. It was supposed to happen in 2020. It didn't happen. Cause, why? You know, why? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was that China virus. So here's the thing that I, anyway. I, I think I remember the last time I went. Actually, I was above, uh, beyond a uh, child's age. For I can't remember why and when it was, but I would let's let's say I was uh, sixteen or seventeen. Okay. 
somewhere around there and went back to Disneyland in Southern California. And I remember as a child, one thing you could buy, a couple things you could buy. I've got a sweet tooth, as you know. One couple things you could buy there would be a jawbreaker, like a big fucking yep. jawbreaker. I think it's BFJ. It's what they. That's what <laughs> big it's, fucking jawbreaker sticker on there. <laughs> and you could also buy big sucker, those big round, flat. What, what are those things called? <laughs> the pinwheel suckers. But yeah, one of those. I, I remember that as a kid. I was like, <laughs> that's that's what I want to do. I can just I, see you wearing <laughs> pantaloons <laughs> with like a fucking ponytail as a kid. Just licking this giant fucking lollipop that's bigger than your face. Right. So I went there, and I said, I have to go, because they've got candy stores all over yeah. these places. So I went there, and you know they had you know a jawbreaker that wasn't that big, and the thing was probably about, the sucker was about this big around, you know, I don't know what, six large to, grapefruit. Six, six to eight inch diameter. Okay, like I'm a large going, grapefruit. That's not as big as they were when I was a kid. So I'm dragging the whole crowd around, because i got to find one of these, you know, I have to get one of these things. I, I'm imagining it like this big. Which probably, here's the deal, it probably wasn't, right? Because you're a kid and everything is, changes scale. So it probably was the same size. Probably was, yeah. But I, I would have, I don't care how much it would have cost. If I found one that was that big, I would have bought that son of a bitch. A big flat sucker. Probably eating it, taking me a month or two or right. ten or I don't know. But I would have eaten. Anyway, that's my, that was a big disappointment for me. I couldn't get a big, I wanted a big jawbreaker the size of a freaking baseball. It was your first brush with the fact that you're aging. Exactly. Like, uh, I, the, Where the, are the big suckers? The, 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 security. The, 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 security. Security. <laughs> hey, kid, do you know where the big suckers are? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But no, I will get to Disneyland someday. And, and when I do, uh, people, it'll be like when I went to Hawaii the first time. I won't shut the fuck up about Disneyland for like six months afterwards. I'm going to get a big flat sucker, or whatever those things are called. We should go to Disneyland. And find... Can you? Can we fly there? Well, you can't. Yes. Yes, we could fly there. What's the closest airport to Disneyland? Does Anaheim have an airport? Yes. You think? Yeah, they do. Oh yeah. John Wayne Airport's probably pretty close, I imagine, isn't it? Oh yeah. Isn't it? Maybe. No. I don't know where John Wayne Airport is. Orange County Airport is what it's called. Which I mean, that's Disneyland's in Orange County. Okay, so. Boy, um, that would that would just be cool. That like, I want to get a big sucker and then go to Joan Jet. In swing, I be like your fist in the air normally, but in my but a case, giant it would be- sucker. <laughs> I, I need to see that. Also, I, I want you to know I had one of those. Uh, I sound like I grew up devoid of going to theme parks, you know, amusement parks. Kings Island is is a phenomenal amusement park. There's a lot park. in Ohio, right? They have well, they have well, they used to have a lot more. There were those, you know, the little mom and pop amusement parks with like. Fair games and like you know the you know the carnival type type be like games a f- and that but a like fixed fair like a fair is doesn't that never goes away yes with yeah. but with a, a couple small smaller roller coasters and okay. the, there was I'm trying to remember the name of that place my mom would know and it shut down very very and then a lot of those places shut down in the 90s because they just couldn't compete with Six Flags Dollywood it's kind of like the Walmart or Home like Depot that. version of retail kind of yeah. yeah and they just kind of yeah they just beat them out. Oh God, I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, but uh, Kings Island is uh, for people that grew up within shit. I mean, within three hundred miles there. I knew people that would drive from Chicago to Cincinnati mm-hmm. to go to Kings Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kings Island uh, was for years. I don't know if it still is, but it was owned by Paramount. Mm-hmm. So you had Paramount movie themed rides. So you had Top Gun, which was the Top Gun ride was the first suspended roller coaster. Really? Yeah, it was for it was like 1989, I think, is when it when they installed it, and I got to be, well, one of the first probably 5,000 people to ride it, mm-hmm. uh, and it was 
fucking incredible. And what it was in that that roller coaster simulated, um, it, it simulated basically taking off, flying in a jet, and then landing on an aircraft carrier. I assume they had all it, the music playing too. Oh top, shit, yeah. Top, and and the, as you're like in the stage here in the in the queue, you know, there's like. Like they have all these like people walking around and they're like, "Do you feel the need?" And I'm like, "The need for speed." And they would high five you. Are like you serious? Dry. I'm dead fucking serious. <laughs> uh, but Did they, they also have a, like a, like a fake a fake uh, center tooth. No, they didn't. Beat. No, because he didn't have a fake center tooth back then. Really? Yeah, he had a gap. That's why he's. he's a oh, and then they moved changed. it over, and now it's yeah, a and, and now tooth. it's and now now I can't unsee it. Uh, thank you. Uh, I there I went I went like a solid year without thinking about Tom, uh, Cruise's. Tom Cruise's middle tooth. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then there's Cedar Point, which Cedar Point is uh, their their main Cedar Point's up north near. It's kind of near Cleveland. Cedar Point is known for having the fastest, tallest roller coaster in the world. I remember reading about that in the Guinness Book of World Records. It's called the Millennium Cedar. Force, and it okay. is the when I wrote it, it topped out at like 98 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And when you got up to the very top of it, it was I mean, it was scary as fuck. Well, now they have all these super scary rides that yeah. launch you vertically. Yep. God knows how high. And then you come screaming down backwards yep. and all this kind of shit. Have a couple of those at King's Island as well. Yeah. They also have ones where you lay down, mm-hmm. uh, like fa- uh, laying down, uh, facing down, mm-hmm. like a Superman ride, which I think is what it was. It was Superman the ride. Uh, King Cobra, which was a stand-up roller coaster. It was like kind of have like a bicycle seat between your legs. And mm-hmm. that's, that, that's fucking, that was scary as shit when I was a little kid. Yeah. But yeah, Kings Island was the shit, man. Like, but it was, and it had a water park adjacent to it as well. So, like, if you paid to get into Kings Island, you got into Waterworks, is what it was okay, called, okay. which had a big ass wave pool. They had one of those uh, wave, uh, not a wave. Yeah, it's, I guess it's not really a wave machine, but it's a standing wave. What is it? It's molded foam with slippery vinyl over top of it, and you have two jets of water blasting it, so it creates a perfect wave. Oh, okay. So okay. they would have people surf on it, and you can you body surf on it, and you can you know, boogie board, or you could just wipe out and lose your bikini top. Which nice. happened a lot. Yeah. People uh, went there for that specifically. Yeah, there's always the creepy guys just standing around. Like, I was a creepy teenager, but, like, boys want to see boobs. That's, just, like, we're just that's little not a boys. Creepy, that's just a teenager. There's that's no just a, a creepy te- teenager. That's right, just, yeah, just a teenager. Cre- saying creepy teenage boy is, like, it's all redundant. Just say yeah. teenage boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I grew up around some decent, going to some decent places. But there's also, I grew up on Disney and Disneyland. And it was, like, this mythical fucking place that... Uh, I will like. I'll get there someday. I, I'm sure we've already yeah. talked about this. And my parents w- were raised in Santa Monica, and right. my father lived like a block away or half a block away from this guy that worked for Disney. I told you that he would. He was a, 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 a an, an illustrator. Illustrator, okay. Where he had all these. He remembers all this. And this is just because it was crazy. Because I was interested in all the cells that people would make. All the cells, yeah. the movies. He remembers trash cans full of that just shit. Just throwing from, them away from yeah. the Disney movies and all that stuff. And I thought, if if any, if you really had any kind of forethought in that those fuckers sell for there's, a lot of money there was so much money like hundreds or thousands of dollars a probably piece. easily and i said so how many dad would you just get because it was every week there were bags full of those getting thrown away yeah bags and bags and bags thanks dad yeah no shit uh, four or five <laughs> bags of those and and ebay you'd be able to retire early you, know, you could just sell one a day or one every week yeah, yeah. You, you, you would you have more than you would need to you couldn't sell you'd have something left over after you sold one a week yeah it's anyway. kind of like uh, uh, mm, Richie's uh, brother, Bob, in La Bamba. Oh, yeah. That's how he learned how to – he found out that he was able to draw because he was doing uh, – I mean, La Bamba is one of my favorite movies. I feel like you should know this. It should be one of your favorite movies because it revolves around music, but, but <laughs> it's, no. It's not. Uh, anyway, 
uh, yeah, he, he's a garbage man. And uh, they were just throwing away these cells. And he's like, hey, what are these, man? Oh, shit. He's like, oh, it's little kid shit. Who cares? And he's like, no, man, this is this is what they use to, to make the cartoons. And he just snags a bunch of them, mm-hmm. takes them home, and starts tracing. And that's how he learned how to draw. And he won an art contest. And that guy went on to be a uh, top-notch, um, what the fuck do they call that, uh, uh, airbrush. Airbrush oh. art for motorcycles. Okay. Yeah, like throughout the uh, 50s and 60s and 70s. Anyway, yeah, Disneyland. I'll get there. Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker. Oh, yeah. I bought a Jawbreaker like that at the Greenville, it was a Dark County, Dark County, Ohio, where home of Annie Oakley and KitchenAid Sand Mixers uh, <laughs> and, and Made Rights. Shout out to all you people who know what the fuck a Made Right is because it's a, a tremendously good uh, loose meat sandwich. So the Dark County Fair for the longest time was it was the largest county fair. When you say made right, it reminds me of homemade, like out of Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania, whatever they uh, talk about. Like home, oh, we're gonna make it home. Why are we gonna homemades? What are homemades? I don't know what they really are. Some people would know this from from that. But oh. that, that was in the movie Silver Lining, Silver Lining Playbook. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, we're yeah. gonna have yeah, we're gonna we're make gonna uh, so and so and homemades. I don't know what home. I don't know are. what they. I had to look that up. It's like a loose meat yeah. sandwich or whatever you said. It's probably it's probably similar. I mean, yeah. uh, my grandfather worked at the Made Right stand. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a, uh, kind of like a Sonic type of place, but they mm-hmm. only sell the loose meat sandwiches. But my grandfather worked there for a couple of years when he was a kid, and he had the re- gave like he. It's one of the only things I have that's handwritten for my grandfather, and I have it sealed in a Ziploc bag, and it's the the recipe for Made Rights, and he wrote out how to make it. That's kind of and cool. it's like one cup of sugar to every pound of hamburger and you ground a hamburger drain off the 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 grease add the sugar and then enough uh light beer to 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 cover it and then you boil it down salt and pepper to taste and then you put it on a my mouth is watering just talking about it because it's you, why, so how can we even try this uh delectable I, be, well uh, because i just I, I forget about it because okay. it was kind of a treat for me to have it growing up because greenville was you know it's like 40 miles away which is a fucking lifetime in you're Ohio. gonna keep this treat away from us in kingman no man i've made skyline chili i'll make fucking goddamn fine I'll make some goddamn made rights okay <laughs> <laughs> but made rights anyway, it's a made rights Saturday. You have to big advertise them. Do a, I, do a Facebook. Page. I would. I would. I could do that. And people would be like, "What the fuck?" You know, that would be knowing my luck. The day that I make that and like say bring it into Blackbridge and just have people help themselves and make made mm-hmm. rights sandwiches. That would be the day that I have like a group of people on a road trip that are from fucking Dark County. They're like, "What the fuck? What? <laughs> what the fuck?" Because that shit's that shit's happened to me before. Yeah. You know, uh, like my uh, brother gave me a Troy Fire Department hat. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing a Troy. It said Troy Fire Fire, and then on the back it says you know of uh, like flaming Trojans or some shit like that because it's Troy High School Trojans, whatever. Flaming Trojans. I don't think it doesn't say that. It's like <laughs> it says something Troy something or other. I think that I think that's, that's a line of a condom too. I flaming think. Trojans. Yeah, it protects you from STIs and protect. <laughs> yeah, no. If, if you already have an active infection, it keeps the pain down. This keeps your flamer down. It keeps your flamer down, so you can keep you know passing that fucking. Don't in, spread the flamer. You know, spread the clap. Spread the word, not the clap. What was that one yeah. in uh, Jimmy Dugan? Uh, would say it was a uh, what's it, a league of their own? Oh God, he was like and he signed the baseball, a, and the kid goes, "Don't get the something like the clap, don't or, get the clap, or, he says, or avoid Jimmy, the clap." Jimmy, I think avoid the clap. Jimmy Dugan, and he's walking away. And Jimmy, Jimmy Dugan, Dugan goes, that's good advice. That's good advice, <laughs> kid. Good, avoid the clap, Jimmy Which, Dugan. I didn't even know what the clap was <laughs> until probably ten years ago because I didn't. I, I mean, I know what STDs were, but sure. I didn't. I didn't know specifically what the, what the, what clap, the clap is. Was. Anyway, <laughs> the clapper. <laughs> so I was wearing a tr- <laughs> the clapper. I was wearing this uh, the Troy Fire hat, 
uh, at Blackbridge for some for some reason. And uh, guy walks in and he's like, "Hey, where'd you get that hat?" And I was like, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" And then they sit at the bar like, "Oh, just on a road trip. Cool. Where are you guys coming from?" I've you know moving from Ohio to California. I'm like, "Oh, really? Where at?" And then he looks at my hat. and He goes, "From there." Uh, <laughs> let me see the back of the hat. And I showed him, and he's like. Ha. Uh, are you from Troy? And I'm like, yeah, that's where I was. I was born and I lived there till I was about 16 and uh, moved out here. And he's like, I'm from Piqua. And I was like, that's funny. And I, I just changed my demeanor like completely. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to understand pick Troy and Piqua, that rivalry. It's the oldest high school rivalry. Probably. I in, know. In the, in, in, we've talked we've about, talked this, about yeah, this at yeah. length. Yeah. So it's a nasty rivalry and it's not like it's any sort of real I'm. I have seen. I've definitely seen and been involved in two marching bands from opposing teams beating the shit out of each other with instruments. I have been a part of that. I was not handcuffed. Uh, there were other people who were handcuffed, but I did see a woman take the head of a flute and smash another woman saying, in what, the face. What would the best if you could just grab one instrument? So normal size flute is two yeah. pieces. You have the keys, and then you have the head. But they're not that heavy. The head. Yeah, they are. They made out of silver and stainless steel. Why? Okay. The head they're of it, kind of pokey. They, they, the whole thing together assembled probably weighs three pounds. Okay, that's pretty easy. The head is where a lot of your resonance comes from. Yeah. So it's heavier and thicker. So that probably weighs at least, even though it's a third of the length, it probably weighs, it's a half to three quarters of the weight. And it's about... How about a cornet or something? Seven, or a, uh, yeah, but that's not that doesn't weigh that much. Okay. Cornets don't yeah. weigh that. The trumpet doesn't weigh that much. No. So, but when you take... Also, you're going to damage your keys, dent your bell, things like that, right? The best thing you can do... This is so bad. But the flute, the keys, will get damaged also. Okay, like, but you don't understand what I'm getting at. The flute okay. comes apart. It's okay. not all one piece. Sure. So the key, where all the keys are, that's one piece. You, you pull the head out, mm. and it's literally just a capped end a hole where your mouth goes and a hole in the end where it slides into the key section. Mm-hmm. So you grab it by the section away from like away from the head mm-hmm. and it's like a weighted like those uh they're not tomahawks and like the the native guys like they, in the movies you see they have like a weighted thing that they would just swing and just wham and just bash so it's like a stick with a rock on the yeah, end of it. Yeah. Imagine that but shorter and in the hands of a high school girl who's pissed off. <laughs> and so I just saw her go crack and just smack a chick in the side of the head and she went to the, went to the ground. <laughs> full on combat anyway so this guy guy kind of chuckled and he goes I'm from Piqua so I changed my demeanor completely my face like just my I just was no longer smiling and I was like I don't think you're uh, gonna find any service here <laughs> and he's like damn really and I'm like no I'm just messing with you man His and his girlfriend his wife whatever his companion she busted up laughing she's like Man, that rivalry rivalry is real. She was from Eastern Ohio, and she had never even heard of like she's like I, I she'd heard about it like yeah, like I guess they've been they've been living together in Piqua for a few years. So like they had gone to the football games and heard the heckling, and I mean people get nasty. Yeah, like it's but anyway, so that shit happens to me all the time. So I can it's it's not uh, outside the realm of possibility that I make made rights, and that's when a bunch Someone of people from, come in yeah. from like what the fuck because it used to be a chain. There's two of them left. There's one in Iowa and there's one in Greenville, Ohio. Called Made Right. Made Right. That's yeah, a, Made Right. Actually, a ch- it's okay. called Made Right. R I T E. Yeah. Right. It's a uh, it's delicious. It's just simple, simple shit. Hamburger bun, two pickles, mustard. Got it. Yeah. Simple is the better. It it really is. You don't have to have the fancy, you know, flaming, whatever the fuck. You just gotta have a, you know, some meat. A flaming Trojan. A flaming Trojan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, gotta get one of those flaming Trojans. Uh, so I did go to the Greenville, uh, the Dark County, Dark County Fair. The Dark County Fair went on for like six weeks, mm-hmm. right? 
basically like the size of a state fair. And they had those jawbreakers there. Well, oh, after okay. about a week, I got pissed at that, that stupid jawbreaker. So I put it in a plastic because I had it in a plastic bag. I would just carry it around and just like pull it out and lick yeah, on it. My mom was getting forever, never, never. My mom was just getting grossed out by it. And she's like getting sticky. That thing she's thinking getting sticky everywhere. Just disgusting. Right. Yeah. So uh, I got tired of waiting. And so I took a hammer and smashed it into smaller pieces. Mm-hmm. I could crunch up. <laughs> and then it lasted about an afternoon. Exactly. <laughs> That's what's so cool about those. You can't really, unless you do a hammer routine to it, you can't really uh, chomp down on them and 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 hurry it up. The process. No, you really you will chip your teeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're so hard. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Uh, what else about that? What what other food would I? I think that's it. It's not you know those aren't food items, but well, at Disneyland. There's only a couple places on Earth that you can get a Dole Whip. Mm-hmm. Disneyland. The I think there's three places. There's uh, Disneyland. The Dole Plantation in, on Oahu, in the kind of in the center of the it's island, kind of an orange like, Julius, but Dole pineapple. Apparently, or I've never had one. Okay, because I've never been to Disneyland, and I refuse to give Dole any money. <laughs> so, and there's a little shop like on Waikiki, in, in Waikiki, right there on the main drag that you mm-hmm. can get Dole whips. And that, I, I, as far as I know, those are like the only few places on earth you can get get them. I, I don't know. Like I. After doing my research, the Dole family is disgusting. Like they're terrible. I don't want to give them any money. They're is it bad. Still, is it still? Is it owned by the family still? I Can think it's so. Not like a public corporation I, I, anymore. I or? think so. Hmm. I don't. I'm not sure, but I. I but I still. They enslaved uh, Hawaiians or something to. Uh, oh yeah, held yeah. and 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 footed the bill for overthrowing the the native government. Oh, okay. like the 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 like the throne because like they the, wanted the a bunch kingdom. of property there to grow yes. pineapples. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they were tired of these uh, natives telling them what to do on their land. Okay. <laughs> oh, it just it, it, when I read into that, I was like, "Fuck them!" So that that first day, that was that you know back in December, first day in there, Tim he's like, "All right, bro, what do you want to do? Like, you got this? Do you want to go to the Dole Plantation?" I'm like, "Absolutely fucking not!" And then he turns to me, super serious, and that's the right answer. If somebody local asks you, "Do you want to go to the Dole Plantation?" You fucking say no. And I'm yeah. like, "Goddamn right!" I don't no. Fuck them. I'm not going to give them money. Right. You're going to be like, oh, look at all this great stuff we have. I'm like, cool. You should probably give some of that land back, you fucking assholes. Anyway. <laughs> and I found out that I couldn't find uh, Chiquita bananas in this town anywhere. It's all dull. Oh, yeah. That bothers me, too. Mm-hmm. Fuckers. So well, you got a uh, hill to climb and die on in that one with the dull I people. fucking will. Fuck them. Yeah. I'll write a letter to Bob Dole myself. <laughs> Bob Dole. Dole. Bob Dole. Always talk to itself in third person. Bob oh, Dole. Bob Dole's got a strategic plan. <laughs> Bob Dole knows the economy. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. <laughs> Remember the so Viagra funny. commercials? He 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 had a, he was on a Viagra commercial. He it was actually a, it was, was a wasn't Super Bowl he? commercial, dude. Oh my god! Like 1999 or something. Jeez, I forgot about that. God damn it! Like the fact that these, like that it's, I don't understand. I don't understand our uh, like society. That it, like in in you know at least in in the United States, we're we're still kind of prude prudish you yes, know a we bit are. yes when it comes to certain things it's like you know if I could get in a lot of trouble if you got nudity on TV you got this you got that uh you know topless beaches are like a th- are, are not really a thing like they exist in the United States but there's not as many it's like basically every beach in Europe is a topless beach yeah if you feel so inclined there's a little pond next to the German factory where I worked. I told you that. Yeah, the girl kind of bounced right up, and because that's what she did with her her, parts, her bosom, her bosom. Yes, his bouncy bosom. And you shouldn't say bosoms because that's wrong. No, bosom is also singular and plural. It's like uh, sheep. 
I think that uh, I think that uh, uh, God damn it. You started thinking about that back to the summer of 1981. Same with a League of Their Own. No, it was League of Their Own, the movie where uh, where oh, one of the Rosie actors, O'Donnell. No, the Madonna. singer Madonna comes yeah. up and says, "What if my bosoms? She said, what if I just happen to to uh, to come up and my and I go reach for a ball and my my, and my bosoms, bosoms pop out. bosoms pop out or something like that? And I, 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 that's not right." Are you surprised? How did how did this get not cut or not corrected in the movie? Are you are you surprised that some wop from Detroit, Michigan is gonna is gonna say something? Wouldn't incorrect? she know the right thing? She's not <laughs> stupid, right? Madonna? Yeah, is she? Maybe. I don't know. I was just talking about her the other day. She's dumb enough to get kicked out of Alamo Draft House in the movie theater. You ever you hear about that? That was no. a few. You ever been to an Alamo Draft House? Yes. Yeah. So they have a no cell phone rule policy, okay. and it's a and it's a it's a it's zero tolerance. Okay. So they'll and they'll they they'll come and ask you like they say. As you're going in, no cell phones, da da da. Put them on silent, da da da. One infraction, and you're gone. Yeah, the sign doesn't say except for Madonna. Yeah, right. Doesn't yeah, it's except for super famous rich people. Okay, who were who were last relevant 25 years ago. Right. No, that doesn't say anything like that. So she was in, uh, I think it was the one uh, in Austin, Texas. I think, oh. uh, and she bust her cell phone out. The usher slash security guy comes in and goes, "Ma'am, you need to leave." And she's like, "Do you know who I am?" And he goes, "Yes, and you still need to leave." And she had security with her, and they're like, I don't think so. And he goes, no, 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 you don't understand. We've already called our security. She's officially trespassing. So do you guys want to get arrested? And just, I guess, stared her down. Mm-hmm. And she got up with her security detail, and they were escorted off the property. Wow. Good. I, I love that they have that zero tolerance. Now, it is kind of funny that it was Madonna. Yes. Uh, but if it were anybody else, I would have been like, fuck yes, get that asshole out of here, because I hate that shit. And she called him bosoms. Yeah, and she called him bosoms. <laughs> it's the worst part. You know, Madonna hasn't had a good song since uh, probably. Nah, I liked Ray of Light. That was a good dance tune. But like prior to that, probably what is it called? Uh, I'll remember. It was on the soundtrack to one of my favorite movies, uh, With Honors, Joe Pesci. Okay, yeah. And uh, the fucking caveman guy. Caveman guy. Yeah, from Encino Man. He was the Encino oh, man, oh. Brendan Fraser. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, anyway, that like, man, fuck, fuck Madonna. I mean, I would still. She's like three hundred years old, but you know, she still live in England. I have no idea, man. I don't keep tabs on. I her. don't really either. Yeah, she's. I don't, I don't want to associate with her now that uh, I know that she's one of those cell phone in the movie theater people. Yep, that's great. They kicked her out. Let's take a quick break. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back with more Madonna talk.
did a thing last weekend. I did. I did a thing that I finally got to do this thing that I've been waiting to do and wanting to do since I moved to Kingman and brought my Sears that I rebuilt from two Sears's. I've been in this, this same business for a long, long, long time. And when I came here, the, you know, the soaring, the gliding here is very, very good. But there was no glider port here. Um, you couldn't get a tow and fly your glider, which I had one of my of my own to fly. So I thought, okay. And when my Sears finally finally got it here and then got it going, and I thought, then if there's no, if I can't get a tow here and fly my glider out of Kingman Airport, then I would just take my glider in my truck at a great glider place port somewhere in the, like central Utah or down by Tucson or California, just somewhere else. Right. Just, I'll leave it there for the season, and then what I'll do is take my uh, Cirrus that I rebuilt and then just and then fly it there and stay at a hotel or someone's house for a day or two and then fly it back. And I'll just enjoy it that way. It was just like a thing. It's like a thing to do. Uh, means maybe nothing to most people to, to do that, but it was just like I could do that now. I could ha- have my power plane. I could fly to my glider and fly with some wonderful glider people that I would have known and then fly back home and it would be like a cool thing to do. Yeah. Well, that was it, a long time. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say it's the culmination. I think anybody can appreciate the, cul- uh, the, the the culmination of years and years and years of perfecting your craft and hard work and dedication, not only to your craft so you can have the money to have the expendable income to have not only a glider but a power plane and a glider stashed at a place where you can fly to. Right. And do and 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 fly, and but also like all the years of you being a glider pilot, which is even longer than what you've been doing as a career. Right. So like, I think it's incredible, and I think most people do understand that that that's a that's that's such a cool fucking thing to be able to do. And so on a big personal note, the big delay was, and people have talked about this a little bit, but putting it all together in a quick explanation is that uh, after I came here. And flew my glider a couple different times. The first time I flew my glider out west was, no, it wasn't the first time. Was, was kind of locally. But the last time I flew it out west was in Tehachapi during the memorial event they have out there at this at this um, the um, Experimental Strong Association workshop they have every Labor Day weekend. Um, no. Yes, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day September, weekend. Correct. Yep. And um, the last one out there, my father, it was the first time he hadn't attended because he was sick. And so I flew my glider out there then, but he was getting ultimately passed away from from this cancer that he had and so that was the last time i flew my glider then he got really sick for the last number of months off and on getting better getting worse in fact we were told one time that it was beat that he beat it 100 percent. they did yeah. all these tests and it was beat well then three months later like cancer does sometimes just came it, back. It, it doesn't fucking lose quite often cancer exists right. fuck you the, the battle the battle is on now yep and it came back with, with a vengeance and it passed away so then um, that was a huge punch in the gut. He was a big part of my life, and that's how I got into the business that I'm in. He wasn't in that business, but it was soaring in composites, and I took an interest to that. So when we would travel together and go to all these German factories and look at all the, the, the gliding places around the world and on and on and on and on and on. Then we flew together. We flew dual together. Uh, I flew friends of his. He flew friends of mine. It was a, we were very, very close. So that was a huge... Um, Delay. I didn't feel like flying gliders for a long time. I just yeah. Didn't, I don't. I don't blame you. Just didn't want to. So, and then the battle of the airport authority started heating up, 
And then at that point, I was like, because I'm going to kind of make fun of this, but I was like, fuck it, I got nothing else going on. My mother died 10 years prior. My father's dead. I'm not close to my sister. I'm not going out. Fuck it, I'm ready for a war. What the fuck? Yeah, I got nothing <laughs> else to do but stress Joe out every other day. <laughs> it's, like, it's like in uh, the movie, uh, what's the, uh, in uh, uh, Josie Wales. You remember when he's uh, you've seen Josie Wales? Yeah, but I, I it's been a long okay, time. So there's a there's a, a scene in there where they're where they're, the northerners trying to get them to, to surrender. The finally the war is over and you know we're gonna take your guns now. And once early on in the movie he gets into this uh, wagon which has a Gatling gun and he just he just starts shooting the the Yankees. And then one of his friends comes around and finally says, Josie, what are you doing? He goes, he goes, I'm uh, going to kill all the kids. He goes, man, why? He goes, I got nothing better to do. <laughs> he's just, Jesus Christ. Because his family had been run over by the Yankees. I guess they were killed. He, he didn't he, have anything else He's like, else fuck it. On. I'm, I'm yeah. done. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> you know, so that's not quite the attitude I had at the time. I mean, it was kind of close. <laughs> so, but I had nothing else going on. I couldn't lose anything else. I said, all right, here's the fight. You know, the fight presented itself. And so... That happened, and then we finally got the airport back, and it's finally more stable now, and and I'm finally getting back into gliding a little bit. And we acquired this, this uh, four other partners of mine and myself acquired this beautiful two place glider that was here for a while. And we worked on it, got it kind of set up, and then we took it down. I say we, some one of my partners took it down to Tucson a few weeks ago, and they've been flying it down there. And they said you ought to come down and fly before it comes back to Kingman. I went great. I'll just fly my airplane down there and then stay with one of the partners who lives in tucson um who's a very experienced as you i just told you he's flown like cobra helicopters for 3500 hours which is a lot of hours in anything and then that's helicopter time that's yeah cobra helicopter time stayed at his place anyway so that's what it is so i went i'm gonna fly down there and fly this glider that i partially own and then come back like two days later and so that was it. That was the thing that I did. And it's been a long time coming. And now hopefully you do it more often because yeah. I can tell a change in your mental state since yeah. you've been back. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's pretty, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing uh, seeing people who like hey, you're stuck in a rut and you finally are able to break out of that rut and do the thing that you've been wanting to do. Like it was a, one of the biggest goals you had when you moved here and it's taken you a little more than 10 years to do so. But yeah. you, you're there and you're doing it. So so right now, this coming weekend, this this is dropping this week or this episode? Yeah. Okay. So this coming weekend, it's not going to be a public event, but people can come out and check it out. We're having like a this coming weekend and the following week and then the weekend event of a small glider gathering. About 10 gliders will be here. Uh, most of them I know these people. And we bought a tow plane. The group bought a tow plane also. So we'll be towing out of here and flying gliders out of Kingman. This will be the first known gl little small glider event that's ever happened at this airport ever in the history of this airport. So there have been a couple gl glider demonstrations, as you know. Like we'd, right. we'd fly some people in. They would do a tow. And, oh, there goes This glider. is actual drive-in, fly yeah. your glider kind of event. Yeah. First one. A that's... normal event for glider. This is it. This happened. This Finally. Is, yeah. yeah. So that's coming up here very shortly also. That's a cool thing. And you're going to get your uh, your uh, high-speed, low-drag, badass Girlfriend? glider. No. I don't have one of those. No. Uh, oh. Glider. <laughs> sailplane. Whatever. Sailplanesy. Yeah, sailplanesy. The one that doesn't have any of the whirly bits on it. It gets pulled by they the thing. They're sucking the blow bits. They didn't, they didn't, the noisy pieces. <laughs> you know those pieces? There's any noisy pieces. Excuse me. Where's the rest of this aircraft? <laughs> Where's the propeller? <laughs> which which part is the front? <laughs> it doesn't seem to be very sophisticated. It doesn't have a so propeller. Just drop it off of a building and hope for the best. How how <laughs> how how does one fly this contraption? 
you're what did I uh or you were down there you folks you have to understand Paul has the the weirdest sense of humor other than like the the weirdest sense of humor I've ever come across except for mine and it mm-hmm. meshes well mm-hmm. most of the time and you call what is it you call uh yeah the airplanes he calls them motorized box kites that's not my term I know I, I know that it's an old it's an yeah. old-timey term and the most recently we heard out of the movie always yes it's, yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, Catherine. No, it's a uh, damn it. Ka- yeah, Catherine Hepburn, and she she's yes. a she's a the mentor. She's the dead. She's like, hey, woman. You just stop your shenanigans. Wait, not Catherine Hepburn. Oh, I'm Catherine sorry, Audrey Hepburn. There we go. It's sorry. Audrey Hepburn is, is Audrey Hepburn's in always. Yes, she's uh dead. She's like the uh, the mentoring. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah 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 yeah. She's like God. She uh, she's like cutting kinda... Richard Dreyfuss's hair. When yes he, when he yes realizes yes, yes. He, that's right. I forgot. She's wow. I'm he, he's like little. I'm having my hair cut in the middle of a field. That's kind of weird. By Audrey Hepburn. By Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> I'm Catherine pretty sure, Hepburn. I'm, I'm, I, I know. I was. I knew. I knew it wasn't Catherine Hepburn. Right. Which makes it even funnier. Right. Actually, she would probably been better in the role. Been a little funnier. But they were talking about flying and what kind of life is kind of weird in the time. And Einstein thought time. He says, and then some people like you come along and fly your motorized box kites. <laughs> Or something like that, which it sounds like an old timey term. It sounds like something right. the Wright brothers would have called. It's like we don't it's know exactly what, to call what it looks it. like. We don't know what what to call it, but we're gonna call it right now. It's a motorized box kite. And well, some marketing genius in like 1901 was like, you should probably rethink that name. <laughs> it's but too they actually wordy. flew their gliders that way initially. You've seen where they have these yes, those lines, no, and yeah. they're it's like a kite, and the hill is going up, and the wind, and they're kind of holding it and steering yeah. it, and learning how to control it without them being in it at first. Yes. So they were very logical, a little, that way. little safer. Yes. Uh, the but then I asked you like, hey, are you uh, how are you, are you are you having fun flying lots of or flying your uh, non motorized box kite, <laughs> which is I mean it kind of yeah. is it's like an overgrown paper airplane. It uh, is plastic, plastic, it's plastic and carbon and fiberglass and whatnot. hardly any metal in that whole thing. Well, there's scary some. Well, yeah. all, all the structural part is no, there is no metal that's really structure. Right. The landing gear elements, things like that are, but it, what's really holding it in the air is not metal. It's all carbon fiber and fiberglass and kevlar what's what's nutty to me is that you assemble them on the ground yeah that's uh like you put the wings on every time you fly them yeah and take them off and yeah that like what holds them together is it like just a couple uh like (laughs) it's a big pin if a big big bolt about that big around yeah like like the two they call the spar stubs and like a fork and sometimes there's two and one they come together like this and you put one big there's a big pin here and and a big pin over here and that's it, and it's yeah, but it's a strong fucking pin. Yeah, but I mean that's your that's a that that would be your critical point of failure. Yeah, you don't want just to be falling out, fall the fuck off. You, yeah, the that, pin. but but that's why you were wearing a parachute. You already wear a parachute in case you bump into somebody. That's the term we like to say. Bump, bump. <laughs> I, it's, I love how yeah, you flyboys love to downplay shit. Like, <laughs> have you ever known anybody who has jumped out of a glider had to exit yes. one? This, this Are guy, they different? Do they still fly gliders yes, after that? This guy was kind of funny, though, because what happened was it was at a South Car- North Carolina contest. <laughs> funny story about him bailing no, out of it a was, glider. It was funny. He had a midair collision with somebody, and they landed, and he, but he couldn't because half his wing was gone. Right. John John Good. I think it'd go Goodman, but it's good. John Good is his name. Mm-hmm. An LS4 glider is what it was, as a matter of fact. doesn't matter. So we're all back there, and we go, oh, my God, there was a midair collision. It's on to Atlanta, and John Good uh, bailed out, and they're, they're going, he's safe. They're going to go. And he shows up like 30 minutes later because someone retreated him, and he has his, still on his parachute all wadded up, and he gets out of the truck, and he, and he goes over to the big board where all the pins are, where people are flying, and where they went that day, and all that. It's the big, it's a big the, the point scoring right. table and hanger. 
and he walks up with his head hanging parachute in his hand, takes a takes a uh, takes a, uh, a thumbtack and goes and marks where he went. He went boom. I want my distance points. Holy shit. <laughs> That's as far as he went. And he goes, I want my points. That's. <laughs> wow. I like how he was not really that affected by it. So what happened to the glider? Um, I, After you bail out of it, like, does it just, you know. People bought it for parts. Well, would you have to extricate it from someone's fucking house? Like, it have, like, no, it wasn't a field. Crash to the roof. It's, oh. r- it's rare they actually hit anything that matters. They almost always go on trees or a field oh. or something. It's just. I, did, I think I did see a glider one time recently that had crashed on a roof of a house. But it's it's really 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 I'd be rare. really pissed, man. I'd be pissed if, if you were in the house. Yeah, in a glider or anything. I'd be a little more pissed if I was in the glider and it hit the house. But you know, <laughs> I probably would be dead and it wouldn't matter. But a competition you're supposed to be uh, you're supposed to wear parachutes. That that's not supposed to. That's the regulation. Do you is that a regular thing for you to wear a parachute? Uh, about half the time. Oh wow, I really don't know. taking chances there. But the other thing is this: is who depends on me? Well, my employees do right now, but that's about it, right? Me, I don't, I, I don't, I don't me, have, like yeah, for this stupid entertainment that we do every oh, no, week. As a friend, you dick, oh. like, like don't downplay the your your importance in my life, right? You giant cranium shithead. <laughs> I wonder if I were to jump out of my head, were to actually be able to squeeze out of the cockpit. Oh my t- god, <laughs> it'd be stuck. Have, it'd be stuck in there. You have like a goose kind of situation, like. like like goose, like not oh, not like, a goose, like maverick and goose, not like force feeding pate goose. No, oh, <laughs> fuck. Why do you always go straight French every single fucking time? I don't know. I don't know. Like yeah, yeah goose would hit the canopy and yes, when he hit the canopy and you grab onto him in the water and, he's and then he got to reincarnated rescue. as Doctor Green on ER. <laughs> uh, oh, I have a question. Speaking of Top Gun, is uh. Is Val Kilmer in it or not? He is. He is credited at have, as having a role in Top Gun to Electric Boogaloo. I don't know what his role is. They're gonna I, do some I, fancy, fancy photography, right? Cause something because he he's, right. he's not right. Yeah, he doesn't look right. He's looking better now. He looks better. Like a lot of the the pictures and video that we we saw of him, say two, three years ago, mm-hmm. where he was all puffed up and looks terrible. That was in the middle of cancer treatment. And something you guys have to understand, like anybody who knows somebody who's gone through chemo understands. What, what did he have? He uh, throat cancer. Oh, that's right. That's, that's why. Right. That's why he can't really talk. Yeah, he can. It's hard to understand him. That's no, a he, shame. It, the, he was the the steroids they put you on when you're going through chemo to keep all the inflammation and shit down in your body mm-hmm. makes you puff up. We call it moon face mm-hmm. because you look like moving like from the earth to the moon, like the big, the you know, like the. The old timey uh, silent film. Yes, and the moon's face it is all in his eye. Yes, the rocket lands. That, on it's the, big, yeah. puffy, swollen. Your cheekbones kind of pop out because yeah. you're just your whole body is retaining water and you're all swollen it's from the from the steroids from prednisone. So he doesn't look like that now. He does have a lot of scarring around his throat and things like that. But like I think he just it's gonna have to be some sort of a cameo or something like that. I don't know though. I, I'm just speculating. I can't fucking wait though. I've been waiting. Three goddamn years for this movie. Yeah, they're really holding on to this one. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> when the I, I don't is the release date is it still pushed back to like uh, July or something. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's put or no, I think it's back to November now. Oh God, Christ <laughs> Almighty! This is a Top Gun, not Gun, not Top, top, top gun. gun, not Gun, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Because we were talking about going to it. Oh, July second. Oh, wow. That's less than a month, Joe. Oh, uh, fewer than a month. Yeah. <laughs> what? Are we going to go? 
to the theater. What are you fucking crazy? We of have, course we we're gonna to go. go. We well, gonna opening, day. opening fucking day. When you find out when that day? Uh, July second. I'm sorry. So what day of the week? Actually, is that? that that said uh, released in Israel. I don't know when the actual. Oh. Let's see. Israel. I don't know why that one was listed on the main. Uh, because of the page. Jews. The Jews. Just can't say you can't get a good bagel. Release date November nineteenth, twenty twenty one, United States. <sighs> Christ. I can't take it. Wait, that's going to be like the weekend of Thanksgiving, probably, right? That's what they do, those big, those big days. In April 2021, the film was delayed once again to November 19, 2021, amidst Paramount's shifting of release dates with Mission Impossible 7, which was delayed from uh, Netflix and Apple TV Plus, reportedly tried to purchase the distribution rights for the, to the film, but Paramount refused to sell them. It will later be streamed on Paramount Plus 45 days after its theatrical release. God damn it. So but November night, it's gonna be it's, it's no, gonna be massive though. They better be tweaking this fucking editing right now. Like let's just let's make it a think little it's bit better. Been done for a year. You think like it's, it's you think I, not even t- touching it at all anymore. You think it was supposed done, to be done? released over a year? It was over a year. It was like fourteen months ago. Is when it was initially supposed to be released. So you don't think they fucked with it a little bit more? I don't just think they got all the time. I mean, maybe. I, who knows? Maybe they put more Val Kilmer in there. They have in, they have investors uh, all the time for these movies. And I, can I just imagine what they're just hold on? We're gonna have a yeah. big release. Don't worry. No, that you get your money back. The guy that's playing Goose's son, mm-hmm. and, and it looks, I'm like, Miles Teller's playing Goose's son. That doesn't sound right. And then I saw the trailer, and he, all they did was slap a mustache on him. I'm like, holy fuck, he looks like Anthony Edwards. <laughs> I like, it just never, never dawned on me. But you put on that shitty '80s mustache, you're like, oh, that's it. That makes perfect yeah. fucking sense. A lot of fire pilots have that mustache too, for some reason. Uh, well, shaving. I don't they, know. They, they like, still have it. They, they, it's you, just a thing. You, you can't have uh, a beard with right. a, with a mask. Right. You can have a mustache. Same reason why firefighters have have mustaches. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> my, they, they got to grow something. My so. brother had his his facial hair is blonde, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. He's a firefighter, and he's like right out of fire school. He immediately started growing the mustache. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck, dude? You look like your dad in the eighties." <laughs> he's like, "Is that a bad thing?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man." Like. It's like a handlebar mustache. It's, it's like it's like twenty twenty one, buddy. Like right. like if I didn't know you were my brother and I didn't know you as a human being, I would like eh, I'm not gonna let you babysit my kids. <laughs> You're a little. It's a little. It's a little panel van for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like maybe pass out some free candy. He's like, what the fuck, man? It's kind of like a culture with the firefighters. I'm like I get it. I know. I've seen the calendars. I get it. And you're gonna play up to that. You yeah, you might as well, man. Fucking, you're 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 smoke eater now, man. That's what you do. And mm-hmm. and I've fucking more power to you. I was just giving him. Had to give him shit because he's my baby brother. That's what you do. But they sure do it a lot less now than they used to. I what, mean, mustaches, what, what, <laughs> firefighting. I mean, in general, there's a whole because of codes, electric this, and everything's safer now. Oh there's, yeah, I mean, there's fewer fire yeah. fires. Than yeah, it used he to doesn't be. go on hardly any fire calls. Yeah. It's mostly paramedic phone calls. Yeah, yeah like because there's a lot more of that, you know, because like uh, as houses got safer, opioids got more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. It's great. It's not great. The most fires we have around here, of course, is in our little area right over here by the airport. Constantly, yeah. all the time. It's usually meth labs. No. Yeah. The well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if those are meth labs, but it, what it is like the, the I think are now vape pens going bonkers. I think I think in the uh, in the wintertime, it's probably these electrical heaters that get knocked over. I I, I would I would agree with both those statements, yeah. and, and uh, that combined with a lot of older homes. Yeah, because real close here by where you know where we are right now, there it's a for those of you that are not from the Kingman area, there's a little uh, place that is adjacent to Kingman that is not part of the the it's it's connected to Kingman physically, but it's not in the city limits. 
and it is predominantly trailers. And there's one area of it that the trailers are so old and so unsafe that, like, if they if, like, you can't move them anymore. You can't. Some people, I, I fairly just, just collapsing around their own shell, right? And they and you, I mean, they're so old and out of code that they don't. Not only do they not make them anymore, but you can't sell them. Right. So like they get have to get handed down from generation to generation or people own them. And they rent them out and they're just rickety and fucking unsafe. They're little tinder boxes. But they're slowly going away. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mostly <laughs> I mean, the, from, you know, uh, vape pens fire. and electric heaters <laughs> and, me- and meth labs. Right. It's terrible. That's what that's the natural attrition of these. Of these. The natural attrition of the trailer to Southwest. <laughs> that sounds like a, a, a term paper that needs to be written. Someone could get their thesis. They could do their. Uh, they could do their their doctoral. Now, I, oh God, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, I lived in a shitty trailer, although I wasn't smoking meth at the time. So you lived in a snake-filled fucking trailer. Yeah, it was Wild Kingdom going on every night in there. That's it was great. Wasn't it like a little travel trailer though? No, well, no, no, there was one of those. Yes, oh. but then then we got a, a bigger one for two thousand bucks. We found one near the lake and dragged it to the airport. And uh, th- there were some interesting times in that hangar. That's that's uh, all I got to say. All right, fair enough. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying. Oh, I did. Bagged a bunch of chicks. That's not what I'm saying. Nope. Because not what I'm saying at all. I mean, you don't want to bring the weird lady back. That's like, oh, you have a snake infestation. I love snakes. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. Yeah, that's a relationship red flag. Especially the time the frog landed on my face. I was I was so white. I was on like a long trip. Came back and drove on a honey miles. Got in there, laid back on my. It was dark in the bed because it was. This is South Carolina. This is near. This is near a lake. Yeah. a big lake. You know, there's just. You know, it's low country. There's there's critters there. There's yeah. critters. It, it's a critter haven. So I'm, uh, I just put my head back. It's totally dark. Went boom. Went, oh god, thank God I made it back. You know, and then I just felt I felt a plunk right on my cheek, and I went, oh, what, what? It didn't even scare me, but I, it was a frog. It just jumped from somewhere on the wall or god somewhere. Damn it! It landed right on my cheek. <laughs> but you, in pure gains fashion, just kind of tossed. I it just took it and- off and threw it. And, uh, I didn't like fling it hard. I just, I thought, well, no wonder snakes hang out in here. Yeah, those are fucking frogs. <laughs> fucking frogs in the trailer. Oh, Snake God. goes in the trailer. <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger trailer. Farewell, I'm gonna do these <laughs> Spanish ladies. I love what he sings. That he's walking away in the dock. He's just singing. It. Farewell, I'm gonna do. Ladies of Spain. <laughs> oh, God. Do you remember? Did I send you the clip of... Um, it was a... That will be a perfect break the, between the, between couple songs of the local band was playing and they decided they said, just, well, and to do you Spanish ladies. It, oh, God. <laughs> Swiller should do this. Oh, no. God. <laughs> Maybe if you keep dumping $100 bills at them, they'll learn how to play it. <laughs> did, uh, did I send you that? Uh, you know, Alton Brown is like one of my favorites, right? He's one of the reasons why I, I I love cooking as much as I do because he blended science, which I also love with cooking. So um, uh, I forget what app it is. Uh, it's the oh, it's the Discovery app, and they Discovery whoever the parent company is for Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also own you know and fucking Lifetime. One of them is the Food Network, and they have all the old episodes going back to like 1997 mm-hmm. of Good Eats. And there was one where there it was some sort of a seafood episode, and he and it was shot on a boat. And the guy, it was like this Quinn kind of character <laughs> that owned the boat. Okay. And he's but he would he would make he would quote 
Jaws, but you inserted shit from Good Eats, like from the just the. It's like we're gonna need a bigger mixing bowl, like just shit like that. And then, he, like he said something, he goes, "That's not an adequate equipment." Walks around, he goes, "Farewell and adieu." And and I just fucking lost it. So like I got that video clip, and I know I sent it to you. But I can't remember if the conversation just moved past it or not because it. It's fucking Alton Brown's a shit. He's also one of your fucking hometown boys. Yeah, you know? he lives in the, off the square of Marietta. I think yeah. still he's there. I think. Yeah, and he was, and he grew up outside of Alpharetta. Okay, Al, like Alpharetta, or and then also I think his parents lived in Gainesville, and uh, and his and his grandma I think lived in Alpharetta, and he split his time between, between something like that. So while we're talking, you should look anyway. up the, the Marietta Victorian Village, and that's on the square. I lived in Victorian Village. There were like a several big old antebellum. They had to be pre-war. You know, when I say war, I mean the you know war of northern aggression. Oh, the fucking, <laughs> oh man! There, but look up Victorian it, village apartments. Yes, and look at the picture. And you go, holy shit! And I lived in one of those. Oh, wow! Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that is pretty cool. And that's walking distance to to Johnny McCracken's. You know that there's a couple it, here in the town life. that's from Marietta. Yeah, I forgot. I told you about this months ago, oh, but I hadn't yeah. seen him again because of COVID and all that. And they popped in a couple weeks ago when I was bartending and she was wearing a Kennesaw State shirt. Mm -hmm. And I was like, have we taught? She's like, yeah, we're from Marietta. I'm like, I haven't seen you guys in forever like yeah. that because I almost brought it, brought you up. Okay. They're like, man, one of these days would be nice if you guys are in here and you guys can you know swap stories because I mentioned Johnny McCracken's and she's like. Are you from there? I'm like, no, I got a friend. I'm fucking da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. my buddies, you know, good friends with with guys that Gary or yeah, whatever, Gary, and all yeah. that. And they're like, wow, okay, cool. This is the I right took place Gary to and be. His family flying when they came yeah, through here. Yeah, yeah, and a Blackbridge, I think. Yeah, they came yeah. to Blackbridge. Yeah, they were talking about the trend. I think that's when uh, when Tim still owned it. Jim, Tim still owned it, and um, and he was talking about. And this is funny. This is a. And this is when Tim was. I'm not going to sell other you know canned beers from bigger companies and, and he was like we got a trend now going on with what that whatever the fuck it was like uh not schlitz uh the the popular paps right now yeah he goes i'm telling you you don't have to start carrying this shit it's we're it's we're, we can't keep it on the shelves right, right. now and it's coming i think tim was, i i understand tim's i think it was when he was he's not going to do that he goes but now you guys do it at black yeah. ridge so it's just one of those things it's yeah. French, it's like the white claw shit yeah that you know, well the, speaking of yeah. i have to toot my own horn today i can't wait to go down and try them but oh this morning i got up super early and i've been uh, i've been on the mission to uh well i've been on a mission to lose weight since i was like 17 but i'm i'm, I'm made a commitment and i'm i'm down i've actually started i used to say that i never weigh myself i just like mm -hmm. keep i put clothes on and try clothes I'm like cool now this shirt fits and i i couldn't wear this before or whatever mm -hmm. or these pants were super uncomfortable now they're not well i'm i've been keeping track of my weight and been working out more and more and then in, in effort i figured out where most of my calories come from and it's just being bored and drinking beer at blackbridge sure because even two beers Two two IPAs or two two rich craft beers. I mean, that's you're talking 500 calories potentially. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, and my eating habits typically aren't shitty. Mm -hmm. uh, they could be dialed back. But that's you know kind of almost half of a meal. If you right. Will, but calorie wise, yeah, and you're drinking it, and it's yeah. easy to do that. So, uh, tracking calories and tracking uh, weight. So. In that same vein, I work at Blackbridge. I'm social. I'm a single 40-year-old guy that doesn't have any kids at home or anything. And so, like, I only work three days a week, and I'm bored as fuck sometimes. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot to do. You know, like, there's only so much 
hiking you can do. That's one another reason why I've been like trying to ramp up my uh, my. I pulled all my camping gear out and 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 went through and did like a total uh, In, uh, inventory, uh, like inventory and, right. and and took some notes down to see what kind of stuff is in good shape and all that because I want to do more of that and more swimming. What I'm getting at is. So I talked to Jesh, one of the new owners of Blackbridge, and I was like, hey, the seltzer's popular, right? It's not really going anywhere. He goes, dude, I can't keep it on tap. Like, I'm having to make a new keg almost every single day. Wow. Like, that's incredible good. considering how easy and cheap and fast it is so to make it's a good moneymaker, too, obviously. It is a moneymaker. So yeah. I'm like, cool. Can I get uh, – I'm tired of these, um, uh, like, fake, like, uh, flavorings that we do. And he's like, yeah, because there's only so many uh, cost-effective mm-hmm. – uh, all natural yeah. uh, fruit or different flavors out there, mm-hmm. and then if you you're very limited on those, and some of it's seasonal, seasonal and seasonally dependent. So you sometimes you can't get strawberry, pu- uh, good, pure, uh, organic, natural strawberry puree because you just can't strawberries are only in season for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. In most of the country, if you want to get good strawberries, you can get winter California strawberries, and they taste like water and a hint of strawberry but like if you want good strawberries it's like two weeks ago to like three weeks from now like mm-hmm. it's 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 may and june and that's it so mm-hmm. uh i said well can i start making some stuff and he said yeah and that was a few months ago and that's the first time i did the hibiscus mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is apparently super popular people mm-hmm. love they're like it's tart it's not sweet it's got this weird fruity flavor and people kind of can't figure out what it is it's got a nice little pink hue to it and honestly hibiscus kind of good for you yeah so uh, what if you could do a rhubarb uh, uh, seltzer? I, that was one that I thought about. I mean, yeah. we missed rhubarb season, I think. No, it's no. still no. Or is it? No, it's no, it's just getting going. Really, is, is that what it is? Okay, yeah. I, I yeah. It's all summer long for the most oh, part. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. So we do a rhubarb, which would be nice and tart. It's a damn weed; it keeps it growing. Right. So uh, I this morning got up, went to the store. Ugh, I was at Walmart at seven o two. Oh god. Oh, I told uh, Foss this last week, and I was like, to to the tune. It's like the Walmart crowd at seven a.m. is the. Uh, and I said, this is to the tune of uh, Rainbow Connection. The the old farts, the tweakers, and me. Because that's who's in line to get into Walmart at 7 a.m. when they open. But I like to get in there and get out. It's Walmart. Sure. But yeah. Walmart's the only place that's carrying uh, mangoes. Nobody's gotten mangoes yet. Okay. So I want a fresh fucking mango. So I got mango. I got strawberry, which is in season right now. And I bought... Uh, cans which i didn't even know they made this i want to make a pineapple one because I, I love pineapple mm-hmm. pineapple is a very strong flavor so you don't need very much of that juice in there because i the whole and it's very I, distinctive there are some fruits that kind of you just kind of taste similar to each other kind, yes pineapple does not right yeah. like you have uh, apricots nectarines peaches are yep. all very similar yeah nothing tastes like mango yeah so i or got up and or, or, or pineapple yep. right and so i went to uh went to walmart got those fruits and uh i didn't I, I just started fucking around and, and strained the shit out of it, boiled stuff down, did this and did that, and and churned out some really good tasting stuff. So gave handed off to Jesh before I came out here, and now we're going to hopefully be able to taste at least one of them or maybe all of them tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty pumped about that. So what nice. I'm getting as a, in a, a, like trying to reduce uh, my beer intake, I've switched over to, to a lot of seltzers, and I'll take a sip of beer here and there like to try something new or something. Uh, but the seltzers... I feel much better, and I'm already starting to drop pounds. So, like, obviously, that was the Good. that was the problem, you know. So, like, and that's fine. Now, will so, uh, will Cellador, By the way, new owners down there. It's gonna be the first time that I've seen him since they have taken over. Yeah. So, Jeremy and Crystal Foss. Yes, local Kingman. Big news. Persons. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna see them here in a little bit. 
Uh, are they going to be also buying, you think, some of the seltzers? Or? I think so, probably. Yeah. Yeah, They're okay. popular. It, it, it would almost, uh, but I mean, they also have refreshing things there. They do, yeah. You know, so they have sparkling wines and really good and whites. they the menu a little bit, I think. Absolutely. about doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, uh, real quick. Uh, and shout uh, out to Diana also for, for being there for so long and keeping the so and just and really going and doing her, her bit. Yeah, because it would have died if, if it weren't for her. There was a big like, concern when, when, when it was, they were, when uh, Nancy and, um, and Scott Rhodes. Scott, yeah. Well, because he plays oh, during... Man. Scott. Inside. I was thinking about Scott today, and I was like, I, when I was crewing out here, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen to the Grateful Fucking Dead. I'm going to listen to the Grateful Dead in forever. So I was like, thinking of Scott. in that train. I'm like, oh, yeah. Fuck, this is great. Uh, uh, but, but also, it was a big concern. They were selling it like, oh, they, God. It was a big oh, concern. Oh, it's going to go dark across the street. No one's going to take it over. It's going to be yeah. dead. It's going to be. And then Diane did. She and, stepped up. And she she kicked ass. Great. Yeah. And, and now Jeremy and Crystal are going to ramp it up even further. It's probably a great thing that they're in there now coming up. That's going to be great. Yeah. It's fantastic also a uh, coming up june 19th is the 80s party at blackbridge brewery june 19th oh um okay dj music which is gonna be great it's gonna be four hours five hours worth of music uh, dr- uh costume prizes who's so, djing uh his name is thomas i think you've met him before his wait his, a minute speaking of dj stuff what happened to the concert thing what last weekend? Yeah, that EDM did show. Did it happen? Yeah, of course it went on. It was it was like forty thousand people. Did showed you up. Did you go? No, I had to work all weekend. Oh, because I was out of town, obviously. Yeah, I, I wonder I how to, it, how it, how did it go? There was literally nobody that could work for me, and I had to work the entire weekend. Did I, you hear like, anything I, about it? Did you hear? Yes. Any, did yeah. You, did absolutely. Local people went that you knew. Went? I knew three people that were there. Okay. Yeah. And they, and they said, said it was awesome. They said it was awesome, and uh, one of the guys is <clears throat> knows one of the promoters, and he that yeah, had talked to the promoter. Uh, and the wind down like on on uh, Monday afternoon, mm-hmm. and uh, they said they're absolutely gonna they're going to have one. They're not going to move that festival to, they're not going to move it to that area. The, like out, what, out what's by it called again? The name of it? Because one love to, fest. Okay, so not moving that one love fest is, is has been going on for tw- like twenty some odd years in Lake Paris, California. Mm-hmm. Last year's was canceled. This year's they had to move somewhere that uh, uh, that that you know they didn't they have the mask mandates where they could actually so you, do it. So you, they're going to create a new fest. So they're going to create a new festival out there on that property wow. because it was such a huge draw. It's actually so Lake Paris is actually like an hour and a half from LAX, maybe two hours from LAX. Mm-hmm. That's not even an hour from the Las Vegas airport. So it's even easier. Wow. And they had no problems with anything. Like the even uh, there were a handful of. Uh, ER visits that I heard that came from there, mm-hmm. but it was mostly dehydration and stuff, which happens. People partying, they might be doing some I drugs. I would love but to see some pictures of the setup they had, the stages or whatever they did. Or yeah, what, I would like to see. I can, I can, I can find those for you. Okay. And then yeah. the, uh, the, um, what was I going to say about that? Forty thousand people. Yeah, okay. yeah. They estimated thirty-six to forty thousand. Okay, which is cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I. That's something that that Jeremy Green and I have talked about literally since high school about trying to put together a little tiny music festival out like Red Lake or something like that. And I mean, it, all it takes, it's kind of like Sweetwater Music Festival in Atlanta. It, yeah. all, it took, all it took was like a couple guys, at a, you know, at a brewery saying, yeah, you can set up a band and do this and da, da, da. And then now it's, you know, that, fucking I, 40, 50,000 people show up to Centennial Park or whatever in cool Atlanta. It'd be cool had a cool name for this thing out here if they come up with a cutesy cool name. Yeah, I think they're just going to call it One Love AZ or something like that because okay. it's not just music. Yeah. They did yoga workshops and all sorts of cool shit too. Like nice. there's all that stuff. Yeah, it was so funny going, like, we've repeated this before, but the Sweetwater thing when they were at the original industrial park where we were talking to the the brewer and the owner, me and my friend, 
And we just, oh, hey, how's it going? Because he was a hero. He was the guy that fixed their bottling machine. No, right. they couldn't do it. So they yeah. all knew him. You know, so it was kind of cool. He was a hero. So we're out there talking to him in the parking lot, and this, you know, this flatbed trailer is setting up a, you know, a, a little small stage for themselves. And this band shows up, and he goes, oh, who do you got playing? He goes, we have, we didn't invite them. I don't fucking well, what know they, who what that are they is. Gonna do? <laughs> no, no, they're, they're just going to play out here. We're going to, we don't even know who they are. People are just starting to show up with their bands. That's you know, cool. Which is cool because they're not controlling, right? It's out there. It, it happened after all the cars would leave in the industrial park. They would be, it'd be like this industrial park on a weekday. Yeah. And it's kind of empty after normal working hours. And so everybody just parks everywhere and they just start playing music. <laughs> and drink a beer. It sounds great. <laughs> it's a, it was such a cool thing. I, I, I fully support it. Yeah. Organically, it was so much fun. So much and fun. And now it's enormous. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not this year again. No, it already passed over. So yeah, it sucks. Next year is the year. Well, and they, uh, yeah, there's already a music festival that they do in the fall at that same park. Yeah. So I asked my other friend Paul, who lives there, like, and he goes to that music festival every year. Has gone there seven years in a row, I think. And uh, so are, they're going to push it to the fall because that's what they did with the the reggae festival. I was going to go to with my mom uh, this spring. He goes now. There's already there's like three festivals that go on in the fall. And then eventually it's too cold. I'm like, it doesn't get too cold, but I get it. All right. When's the Rage concert now? Next. Uh, it's April 2nd, 2022. Okay, so it's next year also. Okay. It'd be really be hilarious if, if the Sweetwater Festival was the same day. No, it would not be hilarious. It'll be the, it's a, it's usually the last weekend in April. That's, okay. that, that's what I've been told. And I will be there next year. Okay, good. I will, we will be there next year. We get, are going out there. You can see the dogwoods in bloom, man. It'd be great. Oh, sweet. I'll bring my Claritin. Can't wait. <laughs> okay, is that it? And my neti pot. Are we done? Oh, yeah, we're done. Let's get out of here. All right, man. Have a good one, folks. 80s party, June 19th, Blackridge Brewery. Be there. Bye. Bye.